Welcome to the Less Trodden Path podcast, a dedication to untangling the world in a raw and honest way, following your gut and your dreams, no matter what they may be. Often they are different to what is known as the norm, a step out of the comfort zone, the path less tread. We are here to help inspire you to take your own path by sharing both our own journey and the stories of others too making it clear along the way that anyone can do it, whatever it may be. With all the ups and downs, the good, the bad, the pretty, the ugly included. Dreams take time, but if you put your all into it, time doesn't mean anything. This factory is not my home. Inside the machine, it's just not for me. Not spending my savings, cause I don't have any. There's too many places to go. I'll be spending all my time living out my bucket list. I kind of just like. So let me kind of, because obviously I kind of briefly explained to you whenever it was that I asked you for this a couple of weeks ago, I think. I don't know. Um, I was basically walking by myself on a morning walk one day and I was just kind of like thinking about the whole podcast and kind of where like where to kind of take it next like not next but kind of what else to include in it because obviously when we first started this podcast we were living in the van full time and we came across the name the less trodden path whilst we were climbing all these mountains always getting lost and stuff and then it kind of like made sense to us in the sense of the less trodden path, both mine and Ben's path is very kind of different, I guess you could say. Some people kind of sometimes look at it like, oh, you do that, do you? And things like that. And then we kind of thought, like, let's make a thing of this, you know, like, as you know. And, but then I was thinking, like, recently I've been a bit like, there's a lot of van stuff surrounding it. You know, we started it in a van. We've had people who live in vans because when we started it we were in the van so we were surrounded by people in the vans and it's it's very kind of travel based but I don't want it to be travel based I say I we like Ben and me don't want it to be travel based but we just want to get that message across and I was thinking about it like I said on my walk the other day and I was kind of like vulnerability body positivity and mental health popped up they're quite big for me and I know they're very big for Ben, even though he's not here right now. <laughs> um, I I got home from the walk and I was like, Ben, I'm going to do a podcast. I'm going to ask Liv to do it with me, but you're not going to be involved. <laughs> I don't know why. I just felt like I wanted a conversation just with you and me. And that he was like, and oh. <laughs> no, but the thing is, he wasn't. And I think mainly because he's so busy with what he's doing at the moment with his August radio project that he was like, that is awesome. Like, I think you should do it. And so, yeah, like, I don't know. I, I just, that's just the truth of kind of how it came about. So those three things kind of popped up and I didn't want to do it by myself as such mm. because I wanted to make a bigger thing of it. Because again, those three are a less trodden path, right? Like mm -hmm. we all have our own thoughts on them. We all have our own type of vulnerability, in general, but in our path as well, we all we're all different body wise. We all we all suffer from mental health one way or another, even if it's not much. Like, and obviously it's a big subject. Anyway, what um, are the three? Just so I write them down. So vulnerability, 
body positivity and mental health. And they all kind of, I guess, entwine with one another, right? As well. Yeah. So like, this yeah. is very oh, much just, let's just talk. Let's just whatever. <laughs> and, but make that as the kind of subject. Um, <laughs> this is very planned in my head, but unplanned out of my head. Yeah, and no, something that you want to say, but you don't really know exactly maybe what it is yet. Yeah, so I guess, like, when I was walking, when I was just having some deep thoughts to myself, thinking of ways to do more with this podcast, still in the mm-hmm. same theme, um, because there's so much to the less trodden path. There's so many paths to the less drawn path in the sense of the less drawn path. I mean, there's eight plus a million less drawn paths on this planet, right? I actually have a quote saved on my laptop that I'm going to use right now saying eight billion people experience today in a different way. Like, mm-hmm. it's so true. And in their own way, in, you know, not just travel not just climbing up a mountain, just in so many different ways. So I just want to get that across in the podcast so much more. So reaching out to you, because obviously, like, just felt right. (laughs) I can have a nice chat with Liv and we can just kind of... We can definitely... See where the conversation goes. Um, So yeah, like, back to me walking on this walk... I came up with those those three words just kind of shone out. And then I was kind of thinking of like my path with those three words and how, you know, I guess this podcast is quite vulnerable. Um, both uh, Ben and I, as well as all of the guests that we have. Um, and then obviously that kind of coincides with even things like what we did before the podcast, things way back. Um, you know, we were doing YouTube to start with, for example, before the podcast. And at the start, I was a bit like, yeah, this is cool. Like, I want to vlog. I want to be part of that YouTube kind of crew. Like, not realising, I guess, how many people did it. But also, I don't know. I just didn't really know much about it. And, and then the kind of couple months into it I was becoming a bit like very every time the camera would come out or every time I knew I had to film my mood would be different Mm. and I remember I'd said it to Ben a few times and he was a bit like no come on like let's let's you know let's push through like this is the hardest bit but it's you know it's gonna be okay but every time I was just like something doesn't feel right and Mm. Every time I, like, the camera would come out and I would feel really vulnerable, but not in a way that I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. In the sense of, like, like, I don't know. Because I obviously want to talk about vulnerability in the sense of, like, it's good to be vulnerable. But know the balance. Know where you know, go to the edge, but don't 
necessarily cross that edge. It's a weird one because you want to sometimes cross the line because then you're not stepping out of that comfort zone. But, you know, going back to this kind of vlogging thing, you're literally opening yourself, your life, you on camera to the world. Mm -hmm. And that's awesome to, to an extent for some people. But to me, it was just like, I don't want to do this. It doesn't feel right. I've tried it and there's been times where I've loved it. But there's times where there's more times that I don't than I do. So mm. eventually after kind of talking with Ben, I remember we filmed our last, uh, we filmed a vlog and it was that, that technically the last one we did, but we never actually put it out. And the whole time on the film, I was just so moody, like <laughs> just didn't want to do it. I really did not feel good. Um, and then, but for a while I had to, to Ben, I think we should do a podcast, like, I shine more with a podcast. The thought of a podcast to me is like, brings more out of me than this vlog. So let's do a podcast. And he had been like, yeah, yeah, but hadn't really kind of done more for it. Uh, until just before we kind of released our first one, a couple of weeks before, I literally was just like, right, we're doing this podcast. Like, I'm quitting the vlog. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not into it and it's not me. I want to do this podcast and I'm going to put everything I have into it. And then, you know, releasing or removing, I should say, the vlog kind of vibes, life side of things out, took off so much from my shoulders. And then bringing that podcast in has, as I'm sure you know from listening to all of our other ones, brought so much in. Like every time we chat with someone, Whoever it is, every guest we've had so far, we always leave feeling so full of life. Whereas we, when we used to do the vlogs, for example, we'd, you know, film them, put them together, upload them, and that was it. If anything, we'd feel worse. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of where this, you know, kind of, I guess in a way came from just much more kind of like a natural like you say vulnerability rather than rather than performing like in yeah. front of a camera yeah just having a conversation and I say just because you're not you're not putting anything you're not putting anything on like you're not you're showing up in a way that's it's a lot more comfortable mm -hmm. to therefore then you become even more vulnerable mm -hmm. rather than like rather than putting on something for the for the camera in whatever that thing is like it's obviously not comfortable and that's not necessarily showing vulnerability because it's actually it's actually putting yourself out there in a way that maybe you, you don't want to be like that's not you exactly um whereas yeah I feel and I resonate with podcasts a lot more as just a place where you can show up as exactly you and feel 100% comfortable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. It, I was just going to follow on with that in saying, like, you know, for sure on vlog you can you can show up and be 100% natural, but you also can't really. Like, you know, you have to, you, or at least for yourself, you want to look presentable you want to have a tidier space or if you're showing if you know normally like 
if you're showing your space is a messy space, then that's fine. But otherwise, you will probably normally tidy things away and you want to make sure that there's a nice backdrop and you have to have a nice kind of storyline. And there's so much more to think about. Whereas this podcast, we're literally sat here in chill clothes. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, like there's a complete different level. And for some, it works and it's awesome. Like it really is. Oh, I love watching YouTube. I love yeah. watching vlogs. Like, it's it's something that, especially in the beginning of this year, it was like every Sunday I was so excited because I was like, I've got a whole week now of like mm-hmm. constant video blogs, and yeah. you end up really following these people's lives. But clearly, they're comfortable with that, and yeah. they they enjoy that, and that's how they show up. And yeah, that doesn't mean that's for everyone. And exactly. Yeah, finding a way to show up and share is a good thing, I think. Like, even even with Instagram, Instagram's kind of that middle ground of show up quite authentically, but you're still showing kind of that best part in what you're putting out there. Mm -hmm. But then you've also got, you've got words, you've got images, you've got videos, like, you can kind of kind of have little spots here or there, and you don't have to do it all the time or in such a big chunk or such a big story. Yeah these like little snippets yeah um, that's why yeah that's why I definitely like Instagram mm-hmm. as a place mm-hmm. to show up especially in this community yeah we've connected through no exactly I think like you said again with Instagram it's it's definitely also different to YouTube in the sense of like you know you don't have to sit for hours putting something together you can very much just press record post um yeah. but it is also still you know like you and I can comfortably sit in front of a camera and do what we do, but others to others is like no way. Like I can't like, do that. Even sometimes um, when I'm feeling like it, like I'll show up and like do a little story of like sort of explaining things, especially like to do with the van, and I quite enjoy that. But I couldn't do that every day. No. If someone told me I had to do that every day, I would be exhausted. Mm-hmm. There's moments of energy and I have time and I'm in the van and I'm like, oh yeah, like, this is really cool and I really love that. Um, and even even though I hadn't hadn't done that in probably a few months, <laughs> I did it the other day and I got such, such sweet messages. Like even my granddad, I'm my number one follower, um, he messaged me such a cute message and he was like, it's just so nice and you just seem so comfortable doing that. And in a way, the only reason why... I came across as feeling comfortable was because I could only do it when I feel like it. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's that when you add pressure and you add anything else, I think that's when it becomes too much. And then you see people like burning out because of it. And that's not, that's not where you want to be. You yeah. want to be showing up in a way that yes, you're vulnerable, but you're not, but you're also authentic. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's, 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 you know, rather than saying, right, every X day of the week, we have to get something out. Mm-hmm. Like, because that is stressful. If you haven't had chance to film what you wanted to film, or if you don't know what you're filming, but you said that you've got a video coming out, it then puts you under pressure. And sometimes being under pressure can be quite good. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, like, in this scenario, for example, it's not always the best. And mm-hmm. yeah, just for Ben and me, like, it just didn't really work. Um, where even with this podcast, like putting out there right now, being vulnerable, this past, this podcast is awesome and we love it. And like I said, every time we record with someone, it's just, it like, just lights us up. And sometimes 
you know, up until not this week, we didn't do one last week. We did one this week. As in, okay, I'm talking this week. We've just released our last podcast, which was Van Life Eats um, with Mark and Sophie. Before that, we didn't have one. And then before that, we had three. Now, those three, which was with Katie, Tom and Chris Fox, we recorded all of those in the same week, literally like four weeks before they were being released. And we were on fire. We were like, this is amazing. Like, we're just, we're fully kind of, um, you know, on the kind of, I can't think of the words. Um, just the, the ball was rolling. Yeah, there it? you go. <laughs> the ball was rolling and it was like, we're on top of things. Like, we've got this. And then Chris Fox's podcast suddenly came out as the last one and we had nothing. We had no one else. And suddenly it was just like back down to kind of almost square one. It was like, how did we manage that? We were so on top of things and now we're not. And that's why we didn't post one. And then we, you know, we managed to, the one that with Van Life Eats um, was being recorded just kind of on time, which was amazing. And it wasn't kind of necessarily the plan to, to release it um, like days after it being recorded, but it just happened that way. Mm. Um, so, you know, and then I'm, I'm going to, again, like just being raw here, like we've got this podcast, Ben and I have got one coming up. And then we don't have anything again. So it's a case of kind of coming back into it and getting something together. Yeah. And, but we've almost kind of set ourselves as a lesson from the vlogs that if we don't have one, it's okay. Like you just mm. release it when you do. You release it when you have one. If there's a couple of weeks off, you'll, you'll make it up. You'll, you know. Um, it's so, also finding, finding people that are comfortable in that position. Yeah. And, and want to share their story. Um, yeah, I imagine to get that every single week, is, it's a difficulty. Like, it's not... Yeah, and, and you kind of... I imagine you started quite strong. There's lots of different people that you end up sort of reaching out to and coming up. But I guess it's a bit of a, a metaphor for life. You can look yeah. at it as... Yeah. Um, and, yeah, you do have to then, then, like, work a bit harder. And also, yeah, accept that sometimes you're not going to be releasing a podcast mm-hmm. because someone's story isn't ready to be told yet and it will be told later yeah well this very much sits well in with what we're talking about right now in the sense of it has been hard sometimes reaching out to people because you know we obviously know what what we want to say to them but it's not always easy to get it across you know it's not easy now sometimes to be like will you be on on our podcast to tell us about your story like Mm. especially if you don't know them as well and like you said, some people can definitely be, like, vulnerable in that sense. Some people just don't, you know, don't feel comfortable, and that's fine. And I guess, yeah, like, I'm almost doing this to to share with everyone else that, like, I don't know. Like, I'm vulnerable too. I am doing this podcast because I feel what you feel and you feel and you feel, you know? Like, and... I don't know like it's just it's hard and yeah and we like we do understand that it's not always easy and that's fine and if someone says no which we haven't ever had a no um sometimes people I guess like maybe they're like yeah yeah yeah, we'll do it and then it's like oh can we reschedule and it's like yeah sure can we reschedule again yeah sure can we reschedule again okay like if you don't want to do it it's fine just say like we don't mind like 
If you say no, it's okay. Like, we still think of you just as highly as what we did, as, you know, like, whether you say no or yes, there's no difference. But just be honest. Like, if you don't want to do it, it's fine. Um, so, yeah, like, that's... I'm just trying to kind of get it across that, like, we're all the same and we all have this vulnerability, but, like, I don't know, I'm just chatting away, losing my words because my mind doesn't always work. Maybe, I guess this is something else that I want to talk about, you know, vulnerability. Like I said to you, this podcast is very planned, but very unplanned. (laughs) But, like, you know, for me, coming on as, in this podcast, my first language is French. English is my second language. You wouldn't know it because I was raised in UK from birth, but I didn't learn English until I was at school, until I was in reception. So I was four. Whereas mm. French, I was I learned from the start. So although I have this full-on British accent that I've been told many times, it still isn't my first language. So I struggle with words sometimes. I, It's funny, I think I've had this conversation with maybe you before. I've definitely had it with a friend before. And I'd said it to her and she was like, Laura, that makes so much sense. She's like, I have noticed before that you sometimes, you know, you use the same words or you don't know what to say. And now I get it. And I was like, oh, I want to tell so many more people because it makes sense. And Ben's Ben's always said it. Like, he was the one who brought it up with me. He was like, Laura, like, people give you a hard time so often because they don't realise that you're not English. Mm. They were like, if you, he was like, if you had an accent, like a French accent, they would let you off for like so much stuff. But because you don't, yeah, they, they don't. Like they just think, you know, like, what's she going on about? <laughs> and ever since, it's brought so much more confidence out of me. Um, but it's still, you know, sometimes I talk and I don't know, I kind of don't know what words to use or can't think of something. And and I'm, I, I feel a bit like, oh like what oh it's like I just shrivel up into this ball like oh and try and get out of it but putting it out I've had this conversation before but but it reminds me it reminds me of something I would have said then um is the fact that my my dad's second language is also English Mm -hmm. first is Swiss German that's how he grew up Mm. and I think he learned them kind of at the same time um but but yeah it's so interesting when I speak to him because he, he can sometimes be quite slow in responding. And I got down to like the root of it in the end that I kind of think that he thinks in Swiss German. Mm-hmm. So when he hears something, his mind is tra- taking time to translate it from English to Swiss German, back to English mm-hmm. in terms of what he wants to say, and then speak it. Mm-hmm. And there's this like moment of like, oh, there's something like going on there that's that in that silence is actually a real complicated transition of languages. Yeah. Um, and he's also said that he dreams in Swiss German and yeah. it's like oh, just a whole different, it's a whole different perspective mm-hmm. and being, well, single language. I used to be bilingual, which is so sad <laughs> that I lost it because my dad brought me up with both languages, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I don't have it anymore. Yeah. Um, but having that mindset of, of knowing that you have two languages in your head, like, like I can only deal with one language talking at me like yeah. in my brain like yeah. I can't imagine if there was also like another one in a whole different yeah yeah different perspective yeah. different way of speaking different way of communicating yeah 
it's very interesting it is and until you speak about it until you hear it until you're told and all that stuff you don't realize and mm. you know when I was growing up like going back all the way to like school days and you know even when I quit school I struggled I really struggled at school I I mean I didn't like school I found it very hard and I left as soon as I could and I've, you know, I've managed to get myself to where I am now and it's been an amazing journey so far. Um, but I did struggle and, you know, I had tests done and, and all this stuff and and now it makes sense. No one ever considered that French is my first language. Yeah. And literally Ben and I have been together for, for three years, I think now. And he's the only person who's ever picked it up and said it. <laughs> and ever since he said it, it's, it just makes complete sense. And, you know, you could sit me in a room with a, an English person and a French person and both of them could be either speaking to me in their own language or I could be translating from one to the other. I have no problem with that. Like, I can go from English to French, like, in a click of a finger. I don't have to pause and stop. But I do have to pause and stop when I'm thinking of more vocabulary. Yeah. Um. So I completely get your dad. Like... Wrong. What was that? Voca- vocabulary? I yeah, I can't even say it. Vocabulary. Vocabulary. Vocab I where's Ben when you need him? <laughs> but um yeah, so and I guess like speaking of all this leads into others the other two words, especially like mental health and you know, body positive, body positivity then leads into mental health. And this is very much just to kind of make it clear to the to the mic, to the, you know, to our audience that <laughs> this is our our path. Right. Our like mental health, our body positive, pod, body positivity. <laughs> it's like such a mouthful and our vulnerability. So this yeah. is no kind of comment uh, like this is this is what it is this is how it should be kind of thing this is very much just us um yeah. speaking very, very very like understanding and open to there being so many different tro- less trodden paths exactly. so many different paths in this world like yeah this is i guess a, us speaking yeah. about ours but not taking away from Anyone from else? what everyone else experienced in their uh-huh. own in their own way uh-huh. and if anyone thinks about it think actually I have a story to tell or I have a perspective to tell contact Laura yes <laughs> she will happily hear it might get Ben as well as an added extra mm-hmm. yes but. he will definitely be back in a podcast next time um I just wanted a chat with you just I don't know I thought it was we have it all the time and I thought why not record one for once um yeah. record one of our chats yeah <laughs> oh gosh, we'll be talking about coppered water and who know. knows what else. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so like, I don't know about you, but mental health for me has been and still is a struggle. It's, you know, and I've always been quite open about it because there's been times that have been very tough very horrifically tough but I've always something inside of me even if it was the smallest tiniest of thing 
has always known that pulling through or that the other side coming out of it is always kind of worth that push and pull. Do you, do you think you only know that, though, because you pulled yourself through it? Like the first time you ever struggled with mental health, you don't know that there's a... You don't. There's and it's I like... guess... I guess you can look at it in different ways because mm-hmm. it's, it's, for me anyway, it's a very up and down journey. It isn't a straight line. It isn't mental health is, is bad. I'm out of it. It's good forever. Like, I've had mental health issues since as long as I can remember. And I've always pulled through, but I, then I've always gone back down. But then I've always gone back up, but then back down, up, down, up, down. So, like, I guess the first time I was ever aware of it, I didn't know that there was a way out, but it just happened. And then yeah. as, I've, as I've grown, I'm more in control of it. Hmm. I, I guess I asked the question because it's something that, that I've... I don't think I've struggled with mental health, not to the point where I've recognised it until probably this really this year mm-hmm. and not knowing not knowing the other side I think was one of the most difficult things because now that I'm in a really good place I think that if I was even in that same situation again mentally I would know I would be so much better because I I know how to get through it. Yeah. Whereas it, I was in it for the first time, I was like, I don't I don't know what this this brain is. Like I don't recognise mm-hmm. who I am in that moment, so I don't know who I will be at the end of it. Whereas now that I'm back to being and feeling like me, I kind of know I'm like, oh, so you can actually get back to mm-hmm. something else or yeah. get forward to something else that you you recognise. And and yeah, I'm just. Yeah, I'm curious about it, whether whether that's... I think you need to go through go through that first bit. Yeah. I don't know whether that's what makes it, easy, I don't know, easier, like, does it? Or I hear it, you. Oh. And I don't know. Like, no. <laughs> I think, for me, the best kind of advice, I guess you could say, I could give is finding yourself, knowing who you are, and taking the time to know who you are. Like, up until... Okay, so I'm going to check something quick. I think... I want to say it's exactly two years today that I quit my job. Wow. Two years today, I'm pretty sure... Bear with me. <laughs> it's going to be worth it. <laughs> Just because... I think two days ago was when it was two years ago since we went and did our Brighton sea swim. And then Mm -hmm. I know that, as I've said in my, my actual podcast um, previously, uh, it was then two days later that I quit. Mm -hmm. So I'm pretty sure it's today. Yeah. There you go. So two years ago today, I quit my job. Mm -hmm. I was not well. I was, I mean, I was really struggling, like, physically, you know, I've always been quite a, 
physically fit and healthy person, always exercised, always just being in that environment. But I was struggling, you know, like I've said before, the pools I was in were just, my body had kind of hit a wall. And I guess it was to do with everything, mental, emotional, physical. Mm. And up until that point, I didn't know myself. I didn't, I knew that I loved swimming. I knew that, I mean, that was about it at the time. <laughs> like I would wake up in the morning, I'd go for a swim, I'd right. go to work, I'd get in the pool, I'd teach most of the day, I'd then go home, go to bed, repeat. Um, I'd be in the pool at least six days a week, if not seven. I was just, you know, and that was my thing, but I didn't know me. And up until then, I'd suffered with mental health a lot and, you know, to quite a point that was like, not very nice and I was very I was very lonely I was very I didn't have many friends didn't have much you know I I was working this job with people who were older than me and I was just living at my parents um just very alone and yeah like I wasn't in a good place very up and down but more down than up mm-hmm. um and obviously, I you know, when I met Ben and stuff, we were together for a year before I quit. But even that year, that year was better and it was going up, but it was going up slowly. And I knew something had to change. And Ben, he'll, he'll be happy for me to share this and I'm sure he'll talk about it some more another time. Has always, also, not always, he has also struggled with mental health. Mm-hmm. And when we met, he was at a really good point. He had kind of just changed around his life and good things were happening and he was good. So he managed to kind of drag me kind of out. Well, not even out. I don't want to say up either because it wasn't up. It was like a very, very tiny hill. (laughs) And... Small hill. (laughs) Yeah, literally. (laughs) So over that year, I kind of, I guess I came to the realisation that like I wasn't, doing what I don't know I just wasn't me I didn't know who I was yeah I guess that's yeah I just didn't know who I was and but I didn't I didn't know it then now I know it but I didn't know it then that's the thing is is perspective is such a a powerful thing Mm -hmm. because I'm I'm so totally the same like when you look back at things you're like oh okay like that's that's really what was going on or that's what I was looking for or that's what I was missing Uh but you don't know in the moment and in the moment can be so exactly exactly (laughs) exactly and that's what I mean by knowing that there's always something good at the end like at the other side there's never necessarily an end you know life is a journey there's no destination but there all there is always good around the corner and so when I came to this realization we literally we went to Brighton for the weekend we had this awesome sea swim that I just when we had to leave, I just didn't want to leave. And for sure, we all get it, right? We all go on holiday and then we come back and we don't want to go back to work. And But when we went to Estonia that kind of Christmas before, that was one of the first times when we returned, or even we or I in general had returned from being away. And I felt something different. It wasn't just the holiday blue. I felt something, but I couldn't tell, like I couldn't figure out what. And so, yes, yeah, so basically we did a few more like, you know, trips away and stuff between Christmas and that summer. And yeah, that weekend very much kind of 
I was just, something in me switched and I was just like, okay, this is time for me to discover who I am. I think Mm -hmm. I'm ready. But I still didn't know this, right? And then this yeah. is when I fell into yoga. For more for more details on this, go check out my actual podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I fell into yoga, which helped me to this day, as I'm sure you know as well for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yoga is life-changing. And I, when I went to Bali for my 200-hour yoga teacher training for three weeks, I remember coming back and... I felt so different. I felt so in control. Even when I wasn't. Mm-hmm. You know, I went to Bali in November. And I still had... I didn't really have work. Ben and I had just recently moved into a flat. So we were kind of juggling that. And I I didn't... You know, I wasn't... I guess it's hard because you know, what is safe or settled or to people, you know, it's different to everyone. Um, But I was very still kind of finding my way, but I felt different. And ever since then, so this is kind of December 2019, no. Yeah, December 2019, all the way through till now. So like a year and a half, obviously it's been the virus for the most of that. (laughs) But Things have been different. And now, you know, even up until just a few weeks ago, I was in a low. I was finding things hard. And, you know, there are days where you kind of wake up and it's just like, like, is it bedtime yet? Can I go back to sleep? Um, But then, because I'm also someone who likes to get up and move and go, I'm not someone who can just lay in bed all day, which is, I am, I guess, not grateful I don't know if grateful is the right word for that but like you know I'm glad that I'm not that I am someone who can just get up and go on Mm -hmm. days that are not necessarily a good day um but yeah you're quite you're quite good I think at at changing your day yeah isn't if you if you don't feel it you know what you can do to to then feel it yeah like to an extent Yes, like there are some days where I get to bed and I'm like, I'm so glad I'm here right now. Mm. And pretty much every day. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, you know, I, I'm also someone who I like busy. Yeah. I would choose busy over not. I can't sit in front of the TV and unless it's in the evening and I feel like I've I've almost earned it. Which yeah. isn't always good. But but yeah, so like Having purpose, I think. I think yeah, that's like yeah. It's not necessarily busy for the sake of being busy and not stopping. It's going okay. Like I need to do this today, and this is my purpose. This is my reason. To yeah. Bed. This is my reason to live my day to the fullest. Yeah. And that purpose can change every single day, but it's having having that thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's definitely definitely what I found is that when you don't have purpose that's when it's that's when my days definitely struggle or if yes. I and, I and interestingly enough more recently when I haven't had purpose I've actually taken the opportunity to enjoy mm-hmm. and see how the day flows mm-hmm. but that's only because of the strength that I have right now yeah. whereas if I tried to do that months ago 
my my whole mental health would have crumbled because I didn't have any purpose and then I felt like I didn't have any like capabilities I didn't feel strong enough and then and then all of those sort of self self-doubt kind of slips in Mm -hmm. and by having something something purposeful to do that's where it takes it away Mm -hmm. from your mind basically yeah Yeah. no for sure for sure and I just I guess kind of going back to the question of this long-winded response (laughs) (laughs) like I think that knowing who you are having your purpose, knowing what your mission is, even just day to day. Okay, I'm I'm going to bed tonight and so tomorrow when I wake up, I'm going to do this. Mm. Even if it's a list of 10 things or just a list of one thing, Mm -hmm. if you have just one, then you'll have a reason to get up. Yeah. And not having that control, not knowing who you are, changes a lot, I think. Yeah. And so my advice is to take the time to get to know who you are. Mm. Forget everything else. And that isn't always easy because for sure you need to earn money to be able to get around and Mm. things like that. But if you do you, if you do what you love, what you're truly meant to do, what your soul, what your light is calling you to do, then you will figure it out. Like you will, because you're doing you. And that's why you're here. If you try and do someone else, if you try and follow someone else's path, then you're, it's, it's, you're going to hit bumps. Like you will, because you're not doing you. So, yeah. you know, men, if, if you are struggling, if, if and again, it might not work for everyone in this exact way. But, but it's, it's interesting because it's also using using like tools that we know. Yeah. And like society knows will help you through stuff, and that doesn't mean that that's that's going to be forever or that's that's what you have to do every day. It just means that that's what's going to get you through it. Um, and I think I think that's why people people use it in so many different ways in in life. Um, but that's what what can really really help. And like for me, it was it was doing yoga. It was having that consistency. And it could have been and something that I'm starting to learn a bit more, like yoga was for me personally good. But but even saying that, there was a moment before I did before you offered those classes on social media. And I I remember having a conversation with Matt and I was like, he was like, Well, is there anything like you can do to make yourself like feel better? And I was like, Well, I've done yoga in the past and that's made me feel good. And I was like, but in that moment there was nothing in me that wanted to do it. I was like, I, even though I knew, I knew that that could potentially make me feel good. It was like, I didn't even want to feel good. It was like, I don't, I don't want to do that because then I'll feel good. And right now I feel bad. <laughs> and I'm like fully in that badness. Oh, that's such a thing, right? Like I completely resonate with that. Like when you're at a point where you feel so bad that, knowing that just doing this little thing could change everything but you're so so low that you just can't like I I completely get you because I've been there and I know but then you're like why am I being so well yeah I think it was I think it was literally like you you like me seeing that like free yoga I was like yeah okay I was like this 
this feels right and yeah. this feels like something I can do and then we just went fully yeah. into it yeah which is which is great but at the same time like now now that I'm in this position it's like it's like looking to expand and strengthen your mind or your identity it's it's something yeah that I'm definitely enjoying doing more from a good place mm-hmm. of like okay so if I was ever in that place again which by all means like I think that's the thing with mental health is that it's constantly up and down so by having having some strong coreness mm-hmm. in you like like it's good to explore that when you feel good and then when you feel bad you've got something else to hold on to yeah 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 no for sure yeah because I've I've always struggled in winters it's something that yeah even pre-pandemic I really wanted to not spend another winter in the UK because I knew that I wasn't being me in the winter because my my life is sociable my life is out there in the sunshine and and all of these things that that I prioritize I can't do when the weather's mm-hmm. shitty when we can't really do anything and it's dark all the time apart from when you're at work and like mm-hmm. all of these things I was like I was like this just doesn't suit me I need to follow yeah. the sunshine but something something I'm learning more recently is okay like like why do you feel like that yeah like where where is your sense of identity that you need to do all those things to feel like you like can't you find them in a different way which means you can then survive the UK in the winter because I mean I love the UK it is my home (laughs) so I need to find a way to survive it so at least by hitting that rock bottom this past winter there's a part of me that thinks actually I could survive the next one I think and I didn't and I didn't know that before so I love that you've brought this up because (laughs) this year I have also had like clicked in the exact same way yeah it's so weird and I love that you've brought that up because it's clearly something that we very much I mean there's so much that we like what's the word (laughs) that we like just everything you know there's so much that we connect with like so much of us is just some sort of meant to be friendship kind of thing yeah exactly (laughs) like I am very very connected to the weather if there's Mm -hmm. a storm coming you know there's a storm coming (laughs) if you know if it's sunny I'll be in an awesome mood if it's raining I'm in a pretty shocker of a mood but Mm -hmm. lately I think one big thing that changed it for me was being in the south of Spain for um, winter this year, last year, 2020, 2021. Um, so like November to November 2020 to March 21, um, which is the full months of winter. And realising that it's... So like, obviously, it was cold at night and in the day it was warm, but it wasn't mm-hmm. warm. It was warmer than the UK winter, but it was still pretty cold. And something there, I don't know, I don't know kind of what, I haven't really kind of figured it out yet, but something there made me click in the sense of like, just like, I don't know, I now, if it's raining outside, I don't care anymore. Mm. If the sun's shining, it's awesome. 
I literally just take the weather as it is and I don't let it affect me like I used to because I've managed to somewhere inside of me find that control. <laughs> so you just bringing that up is like definitely also a thing that's, you know, people suffer with it. Everyone, right? It's, it's raining and you've planned to go out for the day. It, yeah, it sucks. Um, <laughs> but at the end of the day, like, what can you do about it? You can either, you know, use the cheesy quote of dance in the rain <laughs> or sit and sulk. <laughs> That's like half the cheesy quote slash half not. <laughs> but it's true. Like, it's nature and it's just doing its own thing. And without without the rain, you wouldn't get the flowers and like all the things exactly. that I really kind of enjoy and the animals and like, it's all so important. And when you're... Like, I think a lot about sort of, I say, I think a lot, sometimes I think about the fact that sort of we we farm in such an unsustainable way, whereas really we should be using the ecosystem that's around us. Yeah. And then a thought about that is like, well, okay, so the ecosystem that's around us, like surely as humans and within our brain, like we should also be doing that. We should be using the rain. We should be using the darkness for something else. And, and I... I want to do a little bit more research into how how we lived kind of before bef- like before we the world yeah. took over to the fact yeah. that we work nine till five yeah. Monday to Friday and we get Saturday off and then Sunday to chill kind of thing mm-hmm. and what people actually did before when they were like okay so let's let's harvest and let's let's grow and let's let's get everything like out and coming up in spring and then in autumn like everything closing down again and then like kind of like the hibernation vibe Mm -hmm. of you should sleep more in winter I think and and then you have more energy in the summer and like I think that there's something really key in that as to how mentally we can actually be capable of things like I don't think people should rise well I think people should rise with the sun Mm -hmm and sleep with it setting and that changes throughout the year so you can't have a consistency around that you have to be fluid mm-hmm. um of course that's easier said than done completely mm-hmm. but um but yeah it's something that I think is really strong and can also then affect the way that we that we mentally see ourselves in the situation it's like oh, I feel bad because I haven't done that much today and I'm like but really there was only seven hours of sunshine yeah whereas when you feel really good there's potentially like 10 11 hours of sunshine and Mm -hmm. that's that's important I think Mm -hmm. it's so important and it's totally not spoken about enough you know these days especially in the UK it's very work 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 do this do that you have to be busy if you're not busy then you know you're judged you're it's always like oh I'm so busy today I've got this got that and it's like Mm -hmm. It does, like, busy isn't the most important thing. Busy isn't kind of... And I'm saying this coming from me who loves being busy. But there's two different types of busy. There's a busy that makes you feel good. And there's a busy that runs you to the ground. And it's just... It needs to be spoken about more. You know, the whole, like you've just said, waking up with the sun, going to sleep with the sun. Kind of just taking time out getting to, going back to what I said as well, know, getting to know yourself. Mm-hmm. Stop constantly kind of being on this hectic whatever it is 
for what reason? Like, why? You know, you're only doing it because you've been told to do it. But mm-hmm. what is actually the bigger picture here? What is more important? Like, this is your life. You know, this is your path. You can do whatever you want with it. So go, <laughs> you know? And it's that thing when people say, like, oh, I haven't got time. And I'm like, you can always create time. And I know yeah. that people have responsibilities and they have constraints. And, and yeah, like, you can't always create time. But nine times out of ten, you probably can. Yeah. And, and like, I even sort of speaking to someone about the fact that how I started doing, doing yoga in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I never thought I had time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just woke up an hour, an hour yeah. earlier. So then I have an hour to do it. And, like, that just completely shifted everything. Mm-hmm. And it's like you can always, always find a way to do it if it's the right thing. Yeah, and it's also about prioritising the right thing mm-hmm. in the sense of rather than sitting on social media for an hour or even if it's five minutes here, five minutes there, it normally adds up to around at least three hours. Mm-hmm. Cut that out and shift your day around so that you do have the time. Everyone has the time, like you said, for sure. You know, some people have kids, some people have this, some people have that, and that's fine. But still, like, make the time, you know, shift yeah. it around. Prioritise what's going to make you feel good. And, yeah, I guess, and then there's also yeah. that thing about energy. It's like, yeah. like, oh, I don't have enough time, I don't have enough energy. But when you start doing things that make you feel good, mm-hmm. you suddenly have, like, this world of energy that you're like, where did that come yeah. from? Like, that's magical. Um yeah. Bouncing off of that, I guess one thing with that is that the the first step is the hardest step. Yeah. It's well, I actually say this, and actually the other day I was speaking with Ben and I and I actually said I think the second step sometimes can also be the hardest. Because the first step is hard. You know, but once you're there, you're there. But then the second step is continuing to the step where you love it so much that you don't want to let go. Yeah. So that two, so those first two steps are hard. Mm-hmm. And it's really, and again, I guess this goes back to what you were saying about, or we were saying about the whole mental health thing in the sense of knowing that there's that good thing around the corner. Like, keep pushing, keep believing. And you will grab onto that awesome feeling before you know it. Mm. But if you, you will, like, if you give up, that's when you will literally fall back all the way down to the bottom of the ladder. Like, Mm. you want to just keep pushing and believing. And if it's truly what you love and truly what likes you, even just the thought of it brings you to life, then Mm. it's meant to be. But for sure, you know, someone who wants to, I don't know, I I guess like using you, for example, like now you're at this stage after what, six, seven months of yoga together. I don't even know how long, so long. It started in, when was it? Was it it five? Was it not? Did we not start in February? Just before I, I don't know, five, six months. It's been a while. (laughs) It's been an awesome while. But right now you look back and, you know, you feel this incredible, from what you've said, this this incredible light. Whereas back then 
you were you were lost right and yeah it's like it's like in, <laughs> I don't know why this came to my mind um but like I suddenly thought of like jelly <laughs> and I was like I was like back then I literally felt like a lump of like jelly what flavor were you <laughs> not really not really having like any grounding like any roots or anything that any stability it's like this like yeah and then I don't know how to transfer this metaphor to how I feel now because I don't jelly doesn't really become anything um <laughs> but maybe now I'm like a tree like I got little roots I got little buds coming and mm-hmm. it's it's so nice to get that that feeling of transformation and strength and grounding and and I think it can I think it can come in many different ways like mm-hmm. that's something that I've also been thinking about it doesn't necessarily need to be exercise because oh no exercise for sure. give it I mean there is there is an element of like I think science of like mm-hmm. is it dopamine hits and like things like that the hormones and balancing resetting the body and like I obviously being a massage therapist I see and work with a lot of different bodies, a lot of different shapes. And I don't necessarily say or think that someone more athletic is happier than someone less athletic. So it's finding your your own identity. Mm -hmm. Yes, using tools that will get you there. And exercise is quite a good tool to get you there. Like it can be other things. And that's yeah. that's something I'm also interested about. And I'd love to hear other people's stories of finding happiness through sort of other things, whether that's like creativity or even even some people like love love what they do and like all of these other areas. Yeah. It does fascinate oh, me. But I got lost on jelly. No, so. no, like it's, it's all good with me. No, but you even just saying that then like is funny because you know, you, when you said, like, creativity, so as I said, like, I've always been into exercise. It's just always been a thing, you know. I grew up as a swimmer. I grew up competing every week, every weekend, as much as I could. And when I stopped, I continued. I just continued to swim. I continued to, you know, I always used to go on walks with my family. I used to just, just exercise to me is a huge thing. And especially now, Ben and I, like, we're we're almost too far, you know, but in our own way, because we love it. Mm. But up until, you know, it's like when we were in the van, for example, when we were living in Europe in the van for the five, six months that we were there, we still did all of our exercise in the morning. You know, it's the first thing we do. We get up and we go. We get out every morning. We walk. We, well, it's, it's either a walk like once, maybe twice a week, or it's um, some sort of hit workout or, you know, when the pools are open, it's a swim and runs and things like that. We're always up and out. And then in the day, we'll always make time to go on another walk, maybe like in the afternoon, just to kind of keep the body moving, get that fresh air in and things like that. And, you know, even like I said, in Spain and in Europe, in France, we, you know, there were days where, for example, we were doing these crazy hikes of like up to eight hours and they were insane. But there were still days that I just wasn't, you know, exercise just wasn't cutting it for me. There are days where I can do all the exercise in the world and it doesn't change my mindset. Mm. And up until I've kind of found my latest creative project, which I'll be talking about more into detail soon, especially over on Instagram. Um, But up until that point of kind of finally taking that step, I've been wanting to do it for, for ages, ages and ages and ages. And I just hadn't. 
And then one day, after having weeks of just this battle of like, you know, mental struggle, I don't know what to do. I'm still in this kind of lockdown of like, we're currently in the area that we're in, but not for long. So like, I can't really do much of like my yoga and my swimming because I can't set myself up because we're not here for much longer and things like that. So it was just hard and it was, you know, and I was really trying to find things that I could kind of fill my day with um, until at least kind of our next chapter, I guess you could say. And then one day I woke up and I was like, right, I'm, I'm doing this project that I want to do. And from that day, and this was maybe three weeks ago now, from that day, I ha- I've been obsessed with it. It has changed my mental state so much. And... Mm. I can only like I but it's almost to the point where I'm scared that I'm gonna switch again. It's mm-hmm. like things are so good because this creative project has has been the thing this time round. But yeah, I'm I I'm I'm scared. Um that it's gonna disappear again. But yeah, I'm still that fear of of you feel suddenly so good after feeling not very good and you're like mm-hmm. I feel that this is gonna go mm-hmm. and and I think when you said about like the first step and the second step, like I think that there's a third step, which is is finding the balance and the comfortability with it, mm-hmm. where it doesn't become become the whole. It becomes a part of who you are. Mm-hmm. It's like because I don't think we are ever one thing, and it's then getting that into yeah into the balance and feeling really like comfortable with it. Yeah. And then knowing and prioritizing is part of your life rather than being like, oh, I need this to, yes. yeah. to get through kind of thing. Yeah. Well, like you, nothing is ever set, right? There's no flat line in life. Going back to everything we've spoken about, plus more, it's a, it is a roller coaster. It's up and down all the time. And I think accepting that, knowing who you are deep down, allows you to then accept that whatever you, whatever happens wherever you are you're still you mm. and I think that's a big thing to kind of help you you know really just continue on through the up and the downs just always yeah. bringing it back to you to who you are to why you're here to what you want and yeah <laughs> like lots there lots lots that has kind of just fallen out of my mouth your mouth our mouth I don't know (laughs) I'm I'm intrigued by by what you wanted to add about body and what your thoughts were around that I guess for me one of my mental health or a big chunk of mental health was always my body Mm. like some, I mean, I don't suffer with it as much these days. And when I say these days, like, there's still the odd odd day, but not as much as what there was a year ago. No, I, I want to say, like, up until kind of a, a year ago, I've been, like, way better. But kind of even then, like, it's it's been, you know, like... I when I was younger growing up and up until kind of my early 20s mental health for me was body was a a big big thing um Mm -hmm. I just 
you know, I I was the girl that you could, I like I, I would feel fat, and you could tell me that I wasn't fat, it wouldn't change anything. Mm-hmm. I'd still feel fat, and that's just me being honest, like me being vulnerable, opening up and saying that that's the truth, like I did. And these days, I know that it's just my mind. You know, if I ever, if I, if I'm ever having a bad day and I look in the mirror, and I'm like, oh. But then I, I can instantly switch and I'll be like, no, 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 I'm okay. Like, and I guess an issue with me is I suffer quite a lot with IBS or it's not being kind of officially confirmed, but all the symptoms are there. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of figuring out that, that particular food and things like that. So to me, whenever that would flare up, which up until recently, having found a few more foods that are potential um, culprits, I think is the word. Gutted about the whole avocado thing. Oh, don't! It's I'm so sad, so sad that avocado is one of them. Like going from avocado every single day to to not is like soul destroying. (laughs) But it's changed so much. Like I don't bloat like anymore. Really, like I haven't really in the last few weeks, other than like once or twice. I used to bloat every day. And I guess that was a huge thing that I wasn't aware of. I didn't know that I was reacting to something. Yeah. As your, as your gut bio changes, do you think you might be able to reintroduce it at some point? I reckon so. I do. Because I remember when I was 17, 18, I, I loved bananas. And about yeah, one day I, I, I ate a banana and I got a really, really bad tummy pain. And I realised that it was something that had been happening every day and I hadn't clicked that it was bananas. So I cut bananas out for, for years. Like, I think I've, I reintroduced them when I was like 21, 22. No, no, I think I reintroduced it when Ben and I got together because we had breakfast together, yeah. And so I would have been 20, about to turn 23, I think. Mm-hmm. So I I cut it out for, for you know, 17, 18, uh, like at least five years. And now yeah. I'm fine. I have a banana every single day. Yeah. And I, that isn't what flares me up. I know it isn't because I have it every day and I don't have that issue. Whereas mm-hmm. since I've cut avocado out, I've stopped having it. So I think I will be able to bring it back in one day, but I'll just, you know, let it happen, let it flow. Um, we'll see. To not have the symptoms and not have avocado. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so that was definitely a big thing for me. That was, you know, that's why kind of body positivity and mental health come in because now I mm. kind of look at myself not always, you know, I don't stare in the mirror, but, like, I feel way more confident these days. And there's still days that are tough. There's still days when my belly is a bit bloated. But then I've also come to realise, and a lot of this is through yoga and finding myself, I've come to realise that your body changes all the time. Like, Mm -hmm. your body's tired, your body's this, your body's that, your body's, you know, if you haven't slept well, then your body's this. And... full or not. Exactly. Like, there's there's so many different things that will affect it and... It's interesting how you sort of angled it around sort of confidence because it is. It's about mm-hmm. acceptance and feeling comfortable and confident. Mm-hmm. 
in the body, in the shape, in the form that you are. And I think, yeah, it's it's just such a it's such an interesting topic because everyone's so different and everyone shows yeah. up in such different ways. But at the same time, it can affect people mentally mm-hmm. in the same way, mm-hmm. no matter what shape or size you are. Yeah, about like recognizing that and finding ways. Because I I think the people. Well, I don't I don't know. I've always always felt quite comfortable in my body. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. At times, I haven't felt comfortable, and at times, I felt more comfortable. And yeah, I I don't know whether. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but like even even for me at the weekend, I was staying with some friends and they have a weighing scale there in the bathroom. And I've always, whenever, like I don't think I've owned a weighing scale, mm-hmm. but something that I've done, like whenever I've, I've seen one, I've kind of just jumped on it and seen what weight I am. But for the past three, four years, I probably haven't weighed myself. And... Like the other day, like my grandma was saying to me, she was like, oh, she was like, what do you weigh? Because as an older person, like she's really, really on top of like what she weighs because it's important for like her doctors to know like if she's losing weight or anything like that, if something's not right with her. And so she was like, what do you weigh at the moment? Because you're, you're like looking quite sort of slender and, and quite athletic. And I was like, I have no idea. I was like, I'm normally at a range I, I don't even know. It's been that long that I, I actually don't know. I could be anywhere between nine and eleven stone. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever been less than nine. Yeah. I mean, I've got got weightiness on my chest. Then <laughs> they don't go in ever. Um, and I, yeah, and I've, I've definitely, I think I've weighed eleven and a half before, maybe. But, but yeah. So this is where weight for me has always been a way to like categorize yourself yeah but something that I didn't want to do anymore so I just haven't weighed myself I think I've might have weighed myself at a doctor's but even then like I haven't even yeah. remembered so it shows how much and doesn't you're probably wearing shoes <laughs> but at the weekend I saw this weighing scale and I was looking at it and I was like do I like do I just find out but then I was thinking of my mental health and I was like if I jump on that weighing scale and I'm a number I think I will think about it too much. Yeah. And that number will mean more than how I feel. And so every single time I went in that bathroom, I had like this mental challenge of you don't need to find out mm-hmm. and you don't need to find out. And all weekend I was like, you don't. and even the last time I went for like a wee in the bathroom, I was like, you don't yeah. need to know. Like it, it doesn't make yeah. any difference. It doesn't. And so many people have, and this isn't, you know, a, a, a kind of judgment to anyone, but like people are obsessed with it. And it's, you know, it's even this like this, this whole calorie counting thing and stuff as well. It's like, why does it matter? Like as long as you're fit and healthy in like a, just in general, then it doesn't matter. And the only thing you're doing by constantly checking is just affecting yourself mentally yeah. I do I do think that there is a place though for some people using like like diets or things like as like a tool yeah for sure that, that's the choice that they've made and they feel good about it yeah then I like fully think that that there's a reason why that 
there's like an industry around it but again doing it in a controlled way but then and and i say that but at the same time like i think we need we need nourishment we need food like we need it all we shouldn't be taking away from our body but we should be finding a balance and the balance that works and makes you happy in the body that you are and that doesn't mean yeah it doesn't mean anything and like people have these like photos like before and after and I'm I'm a culprit of it like I'll take photos of myself and I'll think like or I'll like or I'll compare like two photos they'll be like oh like I looked really slender then or I looked looked like different and I'm like I still I still struggle with it but I'm still like oh, it really doesn't matter it really doesn't matter it doesn't and, and I guess go so, back to your nourishment so, so slight and yeah. oh yeah Going back to your nourishment comment as well, it's like, I, I like that because, you know, you could eat a meal that's like 500 calories if you're counting <laughs> calories and stuff. Awesome. But that meal could have, like, nothing compared to what a meal of a 1,000 calories could have. Like, I once, I once um, knew this person that was on a diet and it was like a crash diet and they were literally eating, I don't even know what it was, but it was like these sachets and in the sachet was like spaghetti bolognese, but it was just powder and you were like boiling it up and then it was turning into spaghetti bolognese somehow. I don't know. And that was the, that was the meal, the dinner. And I was like, what are you getting from that? Like, I understand that it's this crash diet and, you know, but you're then off to kind of, you're probably going to drink two glasses of wine with that or Mm. not balancing it out. Not that there's anything wrong with two glasses of wine, but it's like finding the balance of calories and nourishment. And Ben is huge on this, like so, so big. And maybe I should get him on. I should get him on. We should get him on. He should come on to his own podcast. (laughs) And yeah talk about it (laughs) (laughs) it's a huge thing and I don't want to go into it much more because it's probably a whole different podcast to kind of talk about and it's it's like a culture isn't it yeah and I don't and I I don't think it needs to be something it's not negative like there's some some real positivity from it like I've I've had sort of family or friends that have had great experiences and they've ultimately found happiness and found who they are through these these diets, I guess, for a less yeah less better word, but like diet. Even the word diets, I'm like we like all it. have diets. Yeah. We all have diets. It's just what we choose to fill yeah. our diet with. Yeah. And yeah, there's this yeah culture around it, which which I I'd be interested in exploring a little bit more um definitely so something to note though is like every body literally body is different yeah and what i eat isn't necessarily going to work for you my chemistry set is different to your chemistry set and that's just the way it is and it's the same in so much so Mm. just two two girls chatting away with their own opinions (laughs) being vulnerable (laughs) being vulnerable (laughs) But in a cool way. Um, No, I just... Yeah, like, talking about this has just been really good, you know. I feel like it's something that I've wanted to talk about for a long time, but I've never really realised, maybe. I guess I've never really had the person to, I guess you could say, kickstart it off with either. Like, Ben and I talk about this kind of stuff all the time. It's a big chunk of our lives. But 
Ben and I are together all the time. So like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just been really cool to kind of kickstart this kind of topic with you, someone who is so similar yet so different. Mm. And to just chat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, they're definitely like hot topics right now. Mm. <laughs> and also in like the way that, the way that our friendship has formed as well mm. has been sort of on a lot of those things, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's been it's been great to to explore all of those areas over the past few months. And yeah, to have a great supportive mm -hmm. friendship. Mm -hmm. It definitely yeah. makes a huge difference. Mm. Just Oh, well, I think about I think about my mental health and where I, where I was. Like, I honestly don't think I would be where I am today without the support of your friendship and the things that you've that you've offered to me. Yeah, from the beginning, it's been it's been a journey and a journey that yeah, it's now for life. So mm -hmm. it's great. Um, <laughs> honestly, I think I've said this to you before, but. I'll say it again. And I've definitely said it to Ben because he's the only other person that I talk to. <laughs> <probably>. <laughs> but, um, like, it's ever since this friendship created, I felt like I'd ticked off social media, like the social media box, in the mm -hmm. sense of, like, I'm st I still use it. We still use it. You know, there's things that we want to share. There's We have so much to share. Even, like, this podcast, you know, there's so much. But... Up until meeting you, I didn't really have, I mean, I have like three or four really good friends, but two of them live in Australia and the other two live in Europe. Mm. So like, that's it. Other than that, I then have my family and Ben and like, I have people around, but none that are like, I could actually turn to just phone up at any point. And up until meeting you, I've never really had that. And now I can, I literally can call you at any moment and you're there and it's like I met you through social media which is like yeah. crazy but it's it's cool and now I'm like if I don't meet anyone else through social media like like I don't I don't need to almost because I've already done it does that make sense yeah I don't even know if it does. Yeah, we need to speak about our origin story I think a little bit more what about uh, the song the song that uh that yeah has, but, I, but I was following you guys way before then like because that was that was just after Christmas, I think. Yeah, we released it in January 21. And I think I started following you just before Christmas. Mm -hmm. And, like, I literally... It's so funny. Like, it's so funny how you end up... I don't know whether I cultivated it or whether I just knew. But I've told you before, like, I I think I, I followed you. And, like, I was watching your stories. And there was some story of you guys, like, in the van. I don't know what you, where you were cooking or something. I don't know. But I was watching you guys. And I literally had this thought. I was like... These guys are gonna be my friends. <laughs> I was like, I, was like I, I don't know how, but like I'm gonna make them my yeah. friends. Like they they can't get away from me now. <laughs> I love it. Honestly, and literally, it's, it couldn't be more true. <laughs> honestly, it like just makes me like fizz inside. Like just warms me up so much. Like it's honestly amazing. And I remember when you told me that. I think it was like around. Or maybe we were in Brighton together. I remember mm -hmm. but that trip to Brighton for example knowing that that was 
you know, your kind of thoughts and that we were actually there together. And at the start of the year, Ben had written this song for you guys that then every time that song comes on, I literally think of you like, and that song comes on like at least once a day, if not more, you know, we're always playing it and it's just live, live or like every time you just come up all the time, every day, you know, like we know you better than we know ourselves sometimes. It's so weird. It's like, we'll joke about things like, I don't even know. I can't even think of the, think of the jokes, but you know, even like with your Instagram name of like live in a, live in a house with live or like, like we just do, I don't know. It's like probably not even funny, but it's funny to us. <laughs> but yeah, you like even this morning, um, went and sat down with Ben for breakfast and he was like, oh, how's Liv? What's Liv up to today? She's feeling better. Oh, he just knows everything. It's just like, this girl is just this huge chunk of our life that we're never going to be able to get rid of now. <laughs> but it's awesome. It's honestly one of our favourites. So The power of social media and like having, or building a community of like-minded people. Yeah. Like, it is it's just wonderful like you it's think huge. when I mean I hope that we would have crossed paths naturally mm-hmm. but but when do you think we would have it might have taken a very long yeah. time and it exactly. shows like the beauty of the online world which sometimes isn't very beautiful so yeah yeah it's nice it's positive 100%. I agree very positive I really agree but I feel like we could talk forever and I feel like I always say this on podcasts but I feel like we could say so much more but an hour and a half, maybe we, maybe we cut it there and um, maybe we do another one of these about something else. I don't know. Um, yeah, we could have a few like, topics that we kind of yeah. want to flow through. Yeah, um, and if anyone who's listening has any topics that yeah. you want us to hear, like to talk about, or you want to be in on, guys, yeah. hint, <laughs> give us a shout. Like, honestly, though, like like you know live and because that's like, just it in a way this you like we said the being like this is this is our experience our opinions yeah. our voices but like i would love to hear all the other thoughts that people had listening mm-hmm. to it mm-hmm. and it's like people showing up and actually yeah. show like sharing what they think mm-hmm. but again mm-hmm. from all paths not just travel not just van life not just mental health body positivity and vulnerability like vulnerability is a part of all of them because you're being vulnerable you're opening up but we're all human we're all exactly the same in the sense of on our own path uniquely but we're all still human Mm -hmm. so there's no judgment there's no i'm better you're worse none of that none of that i'm not even gonna go into it but there isn't like there really isn't and this platform is very much just to become a big one big community in all types of ways anyone everyone is like accepted onto here and everything I don't know I'm not going to go into it because I'm going to start rambling on again and (laughs) I probably shouldn't (laughs) I can do that sometimes for a girl who doesn't have much of of a vocabulary (laughs) Still can't say it. Um, <laughs> I can't say it, so I'm not gonna try. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, but no, it's been so fun um recording and and um 
yeah thanks for listening guys thanks for coming on live ben will be back soon i'm sure welcome and welcome all the love all the light come and join and live and i for some yoga yeah. and go see live for a massage because she's incredible like best massage i've ever had and i've had a lot of massages um she will yeah well, it's just, yeah, it's finding finding the next place where we're both together, and hopefully that will be. Yeah, soon. getting this retreat together for sometime soon. Like it's going to happen. I know it is. So if you're listening to this now, then you're already in on a bit of a kind of secret slash not secret of some sort of something that we're cultivating. Thing. So more cultivating minds would be great. <laughs> yes, it'll happen for sure, but. Let's switch off. You have been listening to the Less Trodden Path podcast with Laura and Benedict. Make sure you subscribe to us on whichever platform it is you're using. If you would like to feature on the Less Trodden Path podcast, then head over to our website, thelesstroddenpath.com. Thank you for listening. The Less Trodden Path podcast is sponsored by imakesounds.com, music for content creators. If you're looking for royalty-free music to feature on your own podcast, blogs, YouTube videos and more, then head over to imakesounds.com.